When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hello again. Welcome to another hour of Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald along with my partner and co-host Tom Cockright over there. There he is. Sitting there. Hanging out there. We're standing. Nor- Notorious D-O-G. That's what you got to know me by now, right? So Is that your new name? That's my new name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sticking with it. killed. Hey, um, we would love to help you manage your money and... Uh, Plan for the new year, too. Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, and we can get you kind of off to a better start for this coming year. If you didn't get all the financial stuff in order that you really wanted to this year, well, you got another opportunity. There's another year coming up. 855-935-TALK brings you right here to us, and then we can help you figure some of this stuff out. By the way, I do a spreadsheet twice a year. At uh, the beginning, basically, no, I mean, I update, I have all the accounts, I have that set You're stuff at the end of the well year, and in the I middle mean. of the year. No, I don't think it's that big a deal, but okay. I got the, the good stuff on there, the bad stuff on there. <laughs> so, I just, I keep track of it. That's all. I think it's a good idea for anybody. But that's as often as I look at the values, by the way, too. Yeah, and that's another thing. You really should, people who sit around and look at their stocks, their mutual funds. We know bad news. It's really bad for yeah, you. It's it it's just awful. Don't do it. Do not do Something it. else uh, not to do is a yes. phone call you might get, right? Oh, you know, I, I just read this article in the in the Washington Post last week by Michelle Singletary. Yeah, uh, look, I know Michelle. I interviewed her on TV once. And, sharp and gal. They, uh, sharp gal. There are a lot of people calling, particularly older Americans. How do you define and, older, by the way? Like me, like us. Like, well, you started like saying us. me, and then you, okay, all right. You know, you're, you're the same age. You're a little younger. I'm not just quite a, a bit smidge. younger. Couple no, of years. you're not. I'm like two years younger. Almost, okay. like 18 months or okay. something. It's I feel just, younger. You know, <laughs> yeah, you don't anymore. I've seen you limping. Uh, you, you always get these phones cam. Oh, about, oh, before I get onto this subject, I got a call from a guy, a name I didn't recognize, an area I didn't recognize, and he calls me up and he goes, yeah, I'm calling about your uh, your smoke alarms. Uh, I got an order here to take care of your smoke alarms, and and, and his voice sounded like kind of like that. I a thought you bit. quit and smoking said, too. And I said, Yeah, good try, good try. This is like a computer voice, isn't it? Because the way he kept talking, and he goes, What, 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 what do you mean by computer voice? I said, I thought you were a computer. He goes, I'm not a computer. I'm calling to fix your smoke alarms at your property there. And I went, What are you talking about? He goes, well, Your management company called me. You and live I went, in a private oh. residence. I, I said, "I'm, I'm sorry. I think I, I thought you were a scam. I guess you have a, had the wrong number. But now I just assume everything's a scam. Yeah, because well, you were just starting to say. I mean, this is shocking that there are scam calls regarding your social security. Yeah, they call you and they say things like, "Your social security number has been suspended." Right. 
and we need to verify your identity. They even say things like, well, because of this, your warrants have been issued for your arrest. Yeah, I've heard that one. And we're going to come and pick you up soon. Um, if you don't, give us your name and the last four digits of your social security number. Yeah. So what does your credit card company usually ask you for to identify, to give the last four digits of your social security yeah. number? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in fact, in one case, a person gave the person on the phone just the, their name and the last four digits of their social security number, and someone opened 20 bank accounts. No. In their name at various Credit locations. Credit accounts or bank accounts? It said bank in the article. I don't know. But because it's so prevalent now, the Social Security Administration has set up a website to report these scams. That's how prevalent this is. Um, so what I've done to help you out, if you ever get one of these calls, you... you well, one, you should just hang up. Yep. Bye. Really? They're it's not, not going to no, suspend no, your social no, security No, not going to happen. Nope. But if you do get one, note the the phone number and any information you can, and then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, and under the Explore section, uh, there's a, a page that says Report Social Security Scams. Just go there and fill that out. It'll help them start to try to put these people down. And by the way, can I add one more thing here that is actually very important when it comes to your Social Security benefit? Whether or not you're drawing it today or not, you should have an account set up at ssa.gov. Yes. Because if you don't, there could be somebody drawing on your benefit somewhere else that you would never know about because they went online, they fraudulently set this up, and they're sending the checks to their home in Gary, Indiana, or whatever it is. So you really should set up your online account. You, by the way, you find out how much you put in, your, you put in, your employer put in, what your benefits could be at various ages. It's very important. SSA.gov. It's, it's really, really helpful. And if you feel like you might have run into some sort of a ripoff, well, before you do anything, you can always call us, too, at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and get a free ticket to Retire Me 2020. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. It's really sad, isn't it, that we that we assume now that calls from numbers we don't know or just scams. And I have to take a lot of them because I've given a lot of clients my personal number, so I answer yeah, most so of them now because I, I'm like, oh, it I, might be somebody that needs my help. I answer because Ugh. I get a good laugh out of it. But um, <laughs> but I just want to read you a couple of things real quickly from this article. One, your social security number cannot be suspended, revo- revoked, yeah. frozen, or blocked. Yeah, period. when you said that, it, I, that I, I've never heard They of that. can't yeah, do it. Right. Nobody can do it. Yeah, so. Two, a legitimate government employee will not ask you to wire money, send cash, or buy gift cards well, for they someone. Well, don't, they don't call. They won't call. They don't call. They don't call. They send and, you letters. That's it. And the government never calls to tell you you're going to be arrested. They, they just, just show come up. and arrest you. Usually sometime well, early in the morning. I mean, come on. It's like, you yeah. know, you got a murderer and yeah. you've been staking him out. He's in the house and the police call and go, uh, by uh, the way. tomorrow morning we're going to be over to arrest you. So we want you to be there. Don't okay? get up early. Okay? Don't leave, please. <laughs> 
Promise uh, you won't? Uh, yeah. All right. So, I mean, what would you do, Bernie? Hey, Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, Bernie Madoff. Yeah, Bernie. Uh, we're going to be arresting you soon. Uh, yeah, we know you have billions of dollars. You can flee the country and still have your passport. But, but we trust you will not do that, right, anytime Bernie? Anytime soon. Wait there. Yeah, sure. 855-935-TALKS, our phone number. Give us a call and let's go take it. Oh, and by the way, the one way you know we're not making scam calls. Because you call us at 855-935-TALK. It can't be a scam. You made the call. And now Gary is up. Gary, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Gary. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. That's good. Hey, I have a a question about, I've never been into the market itself. I I was in the thrift savings plan when I was in the federal government. Mm -hmm. And I cashed that out for something else. And I'm on CSRS retirement. So... And so I was looking at the Vanguard uh, funds for, you know, a semi-risk, but, you know, a safe fund. Now, when you say safe, what does that mean? Yeah, define that, because well, people less, kind of confuse risk. us with that. Less you risk then? Get into a less risk uh, fund. I don't, again, okay, I what's don't the know. purpose of that? All right, let's get past that. What is the purpose of the money you would be putting with Vanguard? The purpose of the money is just yeah. uh, more money when I'm older. Um, okay. How much older? Like How far years. down the road? Uh, I'll be 70 in uh, five years. Okay. And um, so that's when I would maybe, if I'm still doing great, then I would roll it over to another five years. Okay. That, yeah, mm. the, the, that sounds like a CD. Uh, and and that's very safe. A CD is very safe. Defining well, low risk is a, over, keeping it invested. Keeping it in there, okay? Because yeah. defining low risk is a really difficult thing to do, and it's a, it, it's very subjective. Which is why a few years ago we created worked with another company to create this risk quiz that we have at TalkingRealMoney.com. I would encourage you. There's no obligation, there's no cost, and no salesperson will ever call. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and take the risk quiz and see where your risk tolerance lies. Because it's it's some questions that help determine your comfort level with volatility. Then you can start making decisions about how much yeah. in riskier things like stocks and less risky things like bonds. By the way, Vanguard, I think, has a pretty fine Vanguard balanced index fund, which is 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds. But then if it goes down 25%, you're going to tell me, well, that wasn't safe. That's why I was asking about what is safe. And it could lose 25% of its value. No question. And that's what this risk quiz will help you determine. Because people can say, yeah, I'm comfortable being in the stock market until stocks go down 50%. Yeah. Or I'm comfortable being in a 50-50 portfolio until the 50-50 portfolio goes down 20, 25%. You've got to kind of get a know yourself better before you can get some ideas to how to invest. And then understand it's not a science. It's more of an art. Yes, I agree. Uh, I did take the vestry test here a few minutes ago, and I scored a fifty-two. No, oh, okay. So, oh, you're you're right uh, in the you're right in that sixty yeah. forty range. Then, I mean, you literally could go do the val- the the Vanguard Balanced Index Fund, and you will probably be happy with yeah. that over a five year period in everything but the most 
horrific set of circumstances that fund i don't believe that fund has ever been down for five years straight no i, I can't think of a five-year period when it has no so you just go to i don't know the ticker uh if you just I'll go online it. vanguard balanced indexed fund uh which again would be 60 percent in stocks i believe 40 yep, percent in bonds kind of the moderate uh, not, I wouldn't call it conservative. Somebody did an article recently. I would call it a moderate portfolio. Conservative, to me, would be more like the other way around, 60% in bonds, 40% in stocks. The symbol is V, B as in boy, I, A, X. <laughs> I love its expense ratio, Tom. How much? 0.07%. I think that was my percent. GPA in college or something. <laughs> That's, well, no way so ever asked. Smart. I graduated, whatever. So, you know, it's good. Uh, uh, that's yeah. VBIAX, one fund. It's not, now it's not as diversified as we would like, but it'll be okay. But it's, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, the fund is actually, it's it's heavily in blue chip stocks. It's, yeah, they, it's they a they lot of big are. blue chip yeah. stocks. Yeah. But, uh, and it has no international so that's yeah. another it's and here's the, the other option this is this is the option we we typically we have this as our two fund solution at talkingrealmoney.com yep. which is the vanguard total world stock index fund 60 percent of that or vtwax and then the vanguard total bond index fund vbmfx and you do those in a 60 40 yep. or 50 50 it's harder it's two funds. Yeah, it's two funds, but then you got to rebalance some time. I mean, if you just want one, you don't want to think about it, then there you yeah. go. But you get better diversification. Yeah, that's true. And that's Very important. True. It is. It Thanks is. for the call. We really appreciate it. 855-935-TALK, the number 855-935-8255. Well, and this came up because I mentioned the 60-40 portfolio and a balanced fund of 60-40. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is kind of the everyman's moderate portfolio piece in the uh, Wall Street Journal, I think it was last weekend, talking about can you really count on that in retirement? Will you be able to take out 4% a year from a 60-40 portfolio, 4% of the balance, and have it last for your retirement? And the author was saying, no, you can't, because bond returns, uh, he was he cited 1.6%. Of course, the intermediate bond fund this year is up about eight, so you can't. But yeah, no, but don't count that. I know, don't yeah, count I gains. Know. So anyway, so the, but he was saying, yeah, the yields on that are, are less than two. The S and P five hundred has made around six percent a year for the last twenty years, which we looked up, and that is correct, by the way. So you can't count on making enough to take out the four. Now, I think you can because I think you need to look back further. I don't think it's fair to just take the S&P as the only component of the stock uh, part. And, by the way, you can always adjust your lifestyle along the way if you're not making enough money so that it will last. So, I don't know. I disagree. And, plus, well, we don't know what the future is going to hold. Yeah, we have no I, idea. I, I, so. I, I want to share a couple of numbers just on balance, 60-40 funds in general, looking backward. And maybe they won't do as well going forward, but it'll give you some idea. 855-935-TALK is our number. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. You know, I just looked up some statistics on the Vanguard Balanced Index Fund. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, this fund has had 20 up years where it's risen in value. 
and only six down years. Yeah, that's about the and ratio, six, though, because, well, now with the right. 40% in bonds, yeah, okay. I mean, remember, three out of every four years generally are up for stocks. Right. And, okay, and so, so you're going to be, unless the world turns totally upside down, in which case you're not going to care, uh, in a balanced fund, you're still, whatever the number is, you're likely to do about as well relatively remember in a, in a period of this is what they forget to mention in these articles we're in a period of ridiculously low inflation historically yeah so returns are historically this lower. is the part of the equation they forget to mention yes oh, bond yields it, are very low but, but so there's is, no inflation right, inflation is very low too so yeah I, I and part two is what you always say which i think you're exactly right we have no idea what's going to happen to stock or bond prices effective Monday. No. We don't know. Nobody knows that. We and hope we certainly like don't past. know. We don't even but, have a clue 10 years out. No. I mean, one of the few things that can relatively easily be predicted short term is the weather. But they say after 10 days, even those can't be re relied on that the just, forecasts fall apart. Yeah, they just said kind of moderately dry for the next few days. What does that mean? Come means on. not moderately wet. I don't know. I have no idea what the, anyway. I'm, means wet I'm with a bit of dry. not going to pick on the weather people because, wow, there's a tough job. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Get a free ticket to Retire Me 2020. And Jim is next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Jim. Hey, uh, good afternoon. I've got a defined uh, benefit pension plan, and I've got the option of taking everything that I've put into it as a lump sum uh, when I retire. And I'm not looking for uh, uh, instructions, but what sort of things should I consider uh, when uh, con uh, trying to make a decision whether to take that in a lump sum or the annuity? Well, here's things that I would think, and, and Don can correct me if he disagrees number one generally no i'll just disagree okay. I, I won't necessarily uh, <laughs> correct you so do you have other forms of regular monthly income i.e social security for you and a significant other uh yes i would have social security and i've uh I've got uh, a 457B that okay, the, the, um, the, I could uh, yeah. put a portion of that into safe money and, and draw off of that. Okay, and that, by the way, safe money, is a, that's that weird term. But anyway, that's a separate. Number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number two, are you comfortable seeing the value of that money that's in, if you take it out as a lump sum, vary, and by the way, taking out a variable amount of it over time? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd be comfortable seeing it um, fluctuate uh, quite a bit. Uh, what I'd be living on would be stuff you're, that you're I would uh, go ahead. Jim, you're absolutely a lump summer. I mean, really, okay. um, it because when you take the annuity, you're making a bet with an insurance company or with your company or with whomever you're saying i bet i'm going to live longer than you think i'm going to live they pretty much know how long you're going to live and they're not going to pay you a ton anyway on that money the numbers actually sound really good but and you realize you're getting part of your principal back you're not you are likely to make more money building your own portfolio on your own and taking variable withdrawals over your life 
Remembering that a pension, I'm, I'm assuming this does not have much of a or any at all cost of living increase to it, the annuity payout? I would, uh, I would have a little bit of COLA. Um, That's an important thing to know. But, but usually, and Tom. I'd also keep that, uh, that uh, uh, COLA provision with what the employer, uh, the employer's portion that I would still uh, receive as an annuity. Yeah, see, but the thing is, is when they give you a COLA, they always take something away. Generally, when a COLA is offered, then the the percentage return you receive uh, is going to be lower. Uh, again, if you can stand the volatility, you can manage your own portfolio, and you've got flexibility in your life, most of the time, that lump sum and invest it is the better way to go. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. I did, I did find the five-year period where you would have lost money in a balanced fund. So it, when? it's not... 2007 through 2012. No, no, you got it. You got to go a little further back. Uh, early 70s, like 70. You got to go even further back. Wow, I don't know enough history to get any further back than that when it comes to market the, the, performance. The early 30s, the early 30s, yeah, okay. 1930s. You, by the way, yeah, 1930s. Had you gone into a balanced portfolio in 1930 yeah. with $10,000, you wouldn't have been back above $10,000 until 1935. It wouldn't have really made money until like the forties, right? Oh, Banks well, really got but, going. Yeah. well, yeah, but it was doing, I was plugging along because of the bonds in there. It plugged along pretty nicely. Yeah. But what's really interesting is I looked at if, if, if this is that funny little hypothetical, mm -hmm. this is the, the time value of money, put $10,000 in, even with those first five years being horrible, yeah, and you never long. added anything else. What would your average annual return have been between then and today? Average with a balance, return. with a balanced fund, balanced portfolio, wow. U.S. international, I'll say bonds, like seven, nine. Yeah, that's a year. Nine percent per year. Yeah, quit complaining. Yeah, that's ten thousand dollars. You know why didn't our ancestors do this for us? They may have. I just don't know where. Put it a is. lousy little ten thousand yeah. dollars in a balanced fund in nineteen thirty. Hate to complain. We would have had twenty-three million dollars today. I still have like a like a like a, a keychain thing from my grandfather. I think I got that. It's gold or something. So um, should have told him to put that money into uh, into a mutual fund. Silver dollar far, or something. You would have been yeah. far better off. Right. No, not silver dollars. Okay. Do not buy precious metals. Okay, sorry. Oh my gosh, what you have not learned your lessons well. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. One of the worst investments you make. That's all I hear when I think of silver and gold, but okay. <laughs> Christmas sorry. season. I know. I know. Do not invest in gold okay. or other precious metals. We'll get metals. to silver dollars if we have time. we got to go to the phone. So we got to go to the phones. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's next? Dan I got confused next. here. Dan. Okay, yeah. there he is. Yeah. Hey, Dan, welcome to Talking Real Money. Dan. Good afternoon. Hey, Thank you. You bet. What's up, Dan? So here's what I got going. Here's what I got going on. I've got a been uh, a held a uh, privately held uh, company stock for 
about 15 years, uh, got a hostile takeover, got bought out, um, and uh, have a basis about 2,500. I got after taxes, I'm going to have about 50,000 left, so it wasn't a bad deal. Um, and uh, trying to figure out what to do with that money. I have um, my other income. I have uh, Social Security, and I have minimal distribution for 2020 of about. Uh, uh, $35,000 from that, and uh, between that minimal distribution from my Social Security account and uh, the money I have hostile buyout, that probably will cover the majority of my expenses for 2020. So I, I plan on spending it in the next year. Yep. Uh, but uh, my best my question is, so where should I park this $50,000 while I uh, while I it down slowly. I Don probably. has his answer. I've got mine. Go ahead, Don. All right. What you're paring it down over what? Period? No, th- over the next year. He's spending down the money. That's it. Over one year. Yeah. Right. Wow. Wow. I think I I, I, I would go to the Vanguard Money Market or something. I so. yeah yeah I, exactly. Have, uh, for, for a one year period, don't they with, have a Treasury Money Market or something you can get into? Yeah, a but little but bit the of... Treasury Money Market pays less than the regular oh, okay. Money Market. I don't know what the, what is the, what is the, I don't even know what the Vanguard Money Market is. But I wouldn't do anything any riskier than that if you know you got to yeah, take no, the money I, I next mean, year. That's why I'm just I'm kind of going one year. Well, yeah, one short. year it's like don't put it in the bank. No, because they don't pay anything. I wouldn't but, even put it mo- in the uh, in the. Uh, um, the other the VFSTX that I sometimes recommend. No, no, no. That's why I was hoping right. you wasn't. You no, weren't gonna say I wasn't. That over when he said he's using it next year, I wouldn't do that. That's the yeah, Vanguard no, short-term the... investment grade bond fund. No, I don't think that's a good choice. Yeah, I don't even do. I wouldn't even do that. I no, just, I just do the put Vanguard it in the money, money market. market fund. Yeah, yeah. Pays about one. That's all. Or we have some nice cannabis stocks we can recommend to you. <laughs> but we didn't he's, smoke any of that before the show, so it's choking. not going to work. Yeah, yeah. There's help? really not yeah, much know, you can do know, over one year. I know what you guys are smoking. There you go. We yeah. recommend the cannabis stocks. You can be sure of that. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, Thanks, I wish I had Dan. some better Appreciate news the there, call. but really, that's about it. I wouldn't mess with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just. Uh, if you're going to spend it down over the course of the year, it's really you could. I guess you could ladder CDs. Yeah. From one month out to a grand. year. Yeah, you're not going to get good market. CDs now. You're right. Just the money market. Yeah. There's nothing much yeah. else to do with it. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Dan. Congratulations on the success. Talk 855-935-8255 is our uh, phone number. And you call us, you get a ticket to Retire Meet, which is the retirement event of the season. You don't want to miss it. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. It is the show about your dough. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our number here on Talking Real Money. 855-935-8255. And back to the phones. Mark, it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, can you guys hear me okay? We hear you just fine, sir. Awesome. Um, so I called in before. It's a couple of years ago, and you guys helped me with my 401k Um how, how to allocate that among the various funds. So thanks. Uh, that seems to be working out pretty well. Um, but my question today is actually I'm asking for a friend of mine who recently retired 
and he's um, he's uh, he had to retire for health reasons, but he um, he's been going to uh, a few different uh, places to try and get some financial advice. And one of the places he went to, um, pretty well-known firm, I guess, um, they talked to him about something called structured notes or structured oh, no, investment. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Tell us what a structured note oh, is, Don, because this is one that's... Uh, it's it's a con it's a it's another one of the convoluted investments that Wall Street creates. It's a it's a note, it's a debt security, but it has a return based on a basket of some sort of something. Whether it's stocks or commodities or currencies or whatever it might be, structured notes are complex, convoluted expensive, volatile, incredibly dangerous, sold by Wall Street because Wall Street knows that if they can sell you something, I call it baffling you with BS. If they can baffle you with BS, then they know that their value to you has has increased, that you can't get by without them. They're awful. They're just awful. I'll tell you the reason that your friend may be attracted, like anybody would be, is because they're sold as being bond-like, but you're making a lot more. In other words, if you just go into the bonds today, then they're not. You know, the yield is very low. But if you have this sexy product that is an IOU of sorts, like a bond would be, guess what? It sounds very appealing. And let me just throw one thing in here. They are. I want you to think back to your history of of economic troubles in this country. There have been two big economic downturns in this country, and both were related to a type of security called derivatives right remember the term derivatives oh boy do we ever yep these are derivative securities they are created out of whole cloth wall street invented them they never existed before they invented them they created something new and again they did it so that they can baffle you what's wrong with just buying some bonds and some stocks and not buying a derivative they won't make as much money Right. That's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it is. I mean, you could, there's all kinds of, we can show you all kinds of great ideas that Wall Street's come up with in the last decade because they said, or you two don't, decades. Well, especially the last decade because you don't make anything in bonds anymore. You got to put that money somewhere else. You're going to make money. They yeah. forget to tell you that there's a risk associated with and that you and they cost. Know. Yeah. You will never, never, never know the true risk associated with those securities you remember all the various tranches of collateralized debt obligations we had back in the still uh, have one in my garage by the way these collateralized debt obligations the bank said were totally safe they're based on mortgages or on good quality real estate never goes down turns out that there were sections of those tranches they were called the chunks of them the Mm -hmm. pieces of the pie slice that were incredibly high risk Tell your friend to run away from this firm and never, ever, ever go back. There is no evidence I know of other than just owning a diversified stock portfolio and a diversified bond portfolio. You don't need to be special in any other way. You'll do just fine with those. At a low, oh, and lower the other cost. thing that's wrong with them, they, they can be horribly illiquid. Okay, you get your money. Sometimes you can't get your money. 
Should we go back so, to the phones? I, I'm just really good. All yeah, right, let's, let's do another one. I'm excited. Let's see. Brian. Brian. Yep. Yeah, Brian's next. Brian, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi there. Hey. Uh, good afternoon. So I, I have a teenage son. He's 17 years old. Um, works a couple of jobs. Um, last year at age 16, he, he made about about $12,000. Wow. Uh, All right. Me, yeah. Yeah. He's a kid that has a big work ethic. Kidding. And uh, he was asking me recently about investing in stocks. Um, so I found a, a website. It's actually a brokerage, I guess, called stockpile.com. And um, they allow you to buy fractional shares, and it's really designed for kids to get started in investing. Transactions. No. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is what I wanted to get your opinion on. So, what would you say if you had a 17-year-old kid yeah. who said, "Dad, you know, can I start spending some of my money in purchasing stocks for the long term?" What would your advice? Okay. Be? Well, number one, I think he should be taking some of that twelve thousand and setting it as. I know it sounds boring to think about retirement at seventeen, but at least some of it into a Roth IRA because you're going to yep. get all those decades of growth. And I would. I don't like the whole aspect of I'm starting out with investing, so I get to pick which stocks. I get to buy fractional shares. I think you should do it right from the beginning, Don. And yeah, let me just add to that. Here's what he's learning to do when he goes out and picks stock, shares, individual shares of stock. He's learning how to gamble. Honestly, you're not teaching him how to invest. You're teaching him how to gamble. Investing is putting your money into something that is well diversified, that has the potential to grow over a long period of time, that has proven that potential, and isn't something you can make a lot of money on or lose everything. On individual stocks, True. you can make a lot or you can lose everything. By the way, your and son I know when you're ahead. 17, it's a, it's more fun. Yeah. It's more exciting. But he, he might be a good one for Acorns, for example. And I think at Acorns, you can can you do Roth IRAs there now, Don? I think yes, you, you can. can. So he could do he could just have some of his money coming out of his account on a regular basis, going into a Roth IRA. It is widely diversified. They use exchange traded funds, very low cost, well diversified. I think something like that would be absolutely ideal. I agree with Don. If you start down this habit of investing is picking stocks or trying to figure out what direction them, all those things is a bad lesson to learn from the early stages. The right lesson is be diversified, keep your costs low, and uh, let the market make the money for you. And Acorns is, is really a real, as a, that's a great way to go. It's, a, it's, a, it's an app. He can round up to invest outside of a Roth. He can invest in a Roth. He can put lots of money in there. The costs are low. Uh, but I would advise against individual stocks. Thanks, Brian. I think Great it's a call. Bad idea. And congratulations to your son. Wow, 12 grand. Yeah, man. 17. I yeah, they get do my have daughter acorns. going. She's only 11, but I mean, there's, there's, there's room for improvement here, I think, right? Yeah, they uh -huh. do have, acorns. it's called Acorns Later, there you which go. is their right. uh, retirement yeah. portion. It would be perfect. And, you know, stockpile, if there's stockpile, there's Robinhood, there's a whole bunch oh, yeah. of these, the only these yeah. little companies that'll let you trade fractional shares of stock. But it's, it's not investing. It's speculating. We know, there's by the way, difference. because we see people regularly who come into our office who are at retirement and they think investing is still picking stocks because that's what they learned 40 years ago we try and tell them well, well that was not right then it's not right today 
that's what I did in my 20s. And, 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 you know, while there were some trades that worked out really well for me, there were more that didn't. Yeah. And, of course, we always lied to everybody and said, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. we, boy, I knew that was going up. Got Mm -hmm. Apple there and Microsoft there and Wamu there and Enron there. Successful traders are outnumbered dramatically by unsuccessful traders. 855-935-TALK. Remember that number, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can call and ask questions about your money and your life. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you want to learn about how to build, how to plan for, how to create, enjoy, live a comfortable retirement. Well, for five years now, we've been doing an event called Retire Meet. The sixth annual Retire Meet is coming up in February, and the tickets are only $10 a person or $15 a couple, but that's for a limited time only. So go get them now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.